live from Supply Shop in Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm Mark Allen here at Late Night Health. We are going to spend the day off and on throughout the day talking to really exciting people. I just met a young lady whose name is Betty Whitman. Betty is Dr. Betty, your clinical nutritionist. nutritionist. You have a new book out. Yes. Tell Can me cannabis as medicine. Is cannabis really a good medicine? Yes, not just uh, you know CBD, but also the use of THC, and most of all terpenes and flavonoids. That's the area that I'm most interested in. Let me ask you a question. Uh, thank you very much. Um, just about the general feeling of, of CBD. You're too young to remember the radio and TV show Dragnet. DC, we're right. good. Have a good day. Thank you. No, I'm not that young. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you remember Dragnet. They would often talk about marijuana, Mary Jane, pot, as a starter drug. Mm -hmm. um, and I've said this on the show before. I've never been a, a user, okay? I've tried it a couple of times. It doesn't do anything for me. All right? Maybe after talking to you, I should start smoking. However, when somebody has is, is got terrible pain, dying of cancer, wouldn't marijuana be a better way of treating that pain than doping somebody up with morphine? Many of the patients I see are brought in by their families for getting rid of or reducing their opioids and their pain meds. Now that can be a person with arthritis, that could be a person with, um, you know, cancer pain, any of those, even Parkinson's. They're brought in by their family wanting to know what would be best for, you know, reducing some of those pain meds. I guess the real question here is, for 75 years, 80 years, whenever, I guess in the 30s, when hemp products were not allowed, does the American people really understand what this fabulous product can do? Well, uh, Mark, they don't, they, they don't remember when each one of the drug companies had a marijuana tonic. It was called a cannabis tonic, whether it was Parker Davidson, whether it was uh, Bal Shalom, any of them had a tonic. Then in the 1930s was when it became a Schedule One drug. Then things changed and marijuana became the bad guy. But prior to that, it was used for headaches, menstrual cramps, all kinds of rheumatoid arthritis pains, things of that nature. Wow. All right, let's focus on what your book is. This is an update to the book? Yes, the first book was uh, Cannabis, a Clinician's Guide to Help uh, you know, healthcare professionals, you know, look at cannabis and the science behind it. This one is Cannabis as Medicine, where I interview Dr. Rachel Mashalam, and we talk about the history behind uh, his research, and then also how do you use cannabis for pain, how do you use it for autism, how do you use it for epilepsy, and, you know, I went through and uh, interviewed a number of physicians uh, on 25 different types of disorders and what dosing is possible. One of the things that 
I don't understand because while my mom wanted me to be a doctor, I went to film school instead. So probably should have gone. To, sorry, mom. Anyway, my point is that Americans really don't know what it is yet. I think the studies are over 60% of the people say CBD as a standalone should be used, should be allowed, and legal. Why is the government holding back? And this is a revenue source. Look at the state of Colorado. <laughs> I can't believe we are blind to the amount of money that is in this market. Uh, but, you know, even edibles are going to be over a $20 million market this million year. Million or billion? Million, this million. year. This year alone? It's projected to be over $3 billion by 2020. Now that's quite a big jump because it just shows you. And this is all out of pocket. It's not covered by insurance? No. Well, all right, let's ask that question. Should it be? Well, right now, big farmers are really squirming because the latest research over the summer showed that it, cannabis, particularly CBD with a little bit of THC, worked as an adjunct to chemotherapy. Holy moly. And when that's a threat to oncology, and many of the people I see want to do just cannabis for their cancer and not any chemotherapy. Does the does the does that cannabis uh, uh, reduce tumors? And, and yes, we've known for a long time that terpenes and flavonoids were were very important. That's why your mother told you to eat your vegetables <laughs> and fruit. I told her to send it to China. <laughs> so those two, you know, terpenes and flavonoids are gross, and they are major components although there's small amounts, in uh, full-strength cannabis. Wow. One of the things that uh, uh, appeals to me is that you can take charge of your own health care. Exactly. Rather than going to a doctor, okay? So I called you Betty. You're a doctor. I don't know how you have your patients address you, but we talk about being on the same level playing field. And the way to start that with a new doctor, oncologist, uh, uh, maternity, doesn't matter what kind of practitioner, even a chiropractor and a massage therapist, a nutritionist, you call them by their first name and you do that to level the that playing, playing field because I believe that we are each in charge of our own health care. If you want to be a, um, if you want oncology great you want to try something different you should have that right yes you should and it shouldn't have to be just all out of pocket either oh we're on the same team <laughs> we really are well I work with the patients that are three years old six years old up to 92 years old oh my and their families are saying now you know I really want to know the truth about the CBD stuff that's advertised on the local corner um, or, you know, how can this help my father who can't even find his car keys anymore? And how do you know what to buy and what not to buy? There's well, I, a, there are I a lot of studies about this right now. 
uh, where a lot of the products that are sold on the internet mm -hmm. don't even have CBD in them. Well, that brings up my chapter in Cannabis as Medicine, where I show you some of the products that I got off of the internet and have them analyzed, and they had nothing like what they said the label was going to contain. Which is, which is totally against FDA regulations. But there are no regulations in FDA. Well, there are in, for supplements. If it says vitamin C, 500 milligrams, yeah. it, has to be ten, it has to be in that bottle. But there's nothing for cannabis. Well, but it's, if it's considered a supplement, which it has been, then it has to follow that rule. I'm not an attorney either. Sorry again, Mom. It, they're just rules. A lot of people, especially doctors. I, I went into a doctor's office and I brought him, was, he was an allergist, and I brought him a supplement that had been clinically tested. And he looked at it, he said, oh, they just put <coughs> something in it and it's garbage. I won't talk to you about it. And I said, bye, doc. Because he wanted me to go through allergy testing and all kinds of stuff. And I said, absolutely. I didn't want to do it because this stuff worked. I knew what I was allergic to. Actually, I went through the allergy testing. I told him I'm allergic to uh, grass mowing. I have a gardener. And I live in Southern California, a lot of olive trees. Two very common allergies, right? And so we, we, we did that. Well, but I went to uh, a couple places that sell cannabis products here in uh, Las Vegas yesterday. Right. And, um, and, and I just didn't live with what they had on the label. I asked for the certificates of analysis which are required by the states that are legally selling cannabis products. And I said, I want to see the actual printout of a certificate of analysis. I tell all my patients and all the medical students that I work with that they have to see the authentic thing. Uh, one of the things that I saw at a cannabis place in uh, the Los Angeles area was a QR code, and it was it showed the plant being in that bottle. It showed where it was grown. Mm -hmm. It showed when it was processed, the dates, and when it was manufactured and put into that capsule or whatever it was. Of course, they also gave me some water because I was thirsty. I didn't know CBD was in it. <laughs> the name of the book is Cannabis as Medicine. Correct. Is it available on Amazon? Uh, yes, and uh, it's published by CRC Press. So it's available, you know, for uh, the John Q. public or um, healthcare professionals who want to become more familiar because more and more of their patients are going to ask questions and they need to be informed too. Absolutely. One of the other things that that just uh, uh, popped into my mind and now it's popped out of my mind is in, in purchasing uh, cannabis products, why are they so expensive? Uh, supply and demand, primarily. Got it. And there isn't adequate supply. There isn't? No. Of good stuff. Of good stuff that's been tested now, realizing that a testing can cost anywhere from 200 to $500 one round. Right. Uh, and what should the average person take for, say, just regular, you know, pain, you know, the, as we get older, you know, my back? Well, but again, we have a very spoiled public who yes. wants to swallow pills 
that's not the best way to use cannabis for pain. Pain is very much an important factor if it's going to be a topical product applied where the pain is. Interesting. So, but there are CBD products that have Yes, there are CBD products that are micronized, and uh, there are uh, lotions, things of that nature that could be rubbed onto knees and rubbed onto uh, temples with headaches, things of that nature. Even, and they work. And they work. Do you have to have a minimum amount of CBD in those products? Well, I, I tell people that you start low, you know, usually five milligrams, uh, go up to 10, 20 milligrams on a every couple day increase but if you've got some you know most people that are applying a topical they can easily apply a hundred milligram topical wow uh-huh they, they, this is a product um, this, this is a, a, a plant sure. there is no toxicity it has never killed anyone when when we come back when you go back to Tampa and I'm back in the LA area will you spend more time with us sure Oh, that's great. Uh, our guest, uh, Betty Whitman. Um, what, Betty Whitman, St. Louis. Right. I use both last names. Okay, got it. And uh, uh, you can find out more about her at Betty Whitman W. All right. It's Betty, B E T T Y, hyphen, Whitman, W E D M A N, hyphen, St. Louis.com. Right? And uh, also go to Amazon.com and look for the book. Thank you very much, Betty. I appreciate it. I hope you had a good time. Uh, I'm Mark Allen. We're going to be doing more of these throughout the day, uh, so be sure to join us. Uh, this is Late Night Health. Join us at LateNightHealth.com. Also on Facebook.com slash Late Night Health Radio. We'll be back. facial expression about <laughs> <laughs>